0: You're listening to the Saturday morning with Jack Tame podcast from News Talk ZB.
1: Tomorrow morning, the crowds will have gathered at the start line, eager and keen for the 46th running of Round the Bays, Wellington, an iconic community event that brings together people of all ages and backgrounds to celebrate exercise. More than 10,000 people are expected to take part across three distances, and one of those will be Sir Ashley Bloomfield, who's with us having completed his final training run ahead of the big event. Kia ora, good morning. Kia ora, good morning to you, Jack. Thank you for being with us. How are your legs feeling?
0: Oh, look, they're feeling pretty good actually. I was out uh, tra- on a training run last week and tweaked my HEMIs, so oh. I've been taking it carefully since then to make sure I get not just to the start line tomorrow, but also able to finish the run. So, but, you, uh, feeling good this morning.
1: Well, how far are you running tomorrow?
0: I'm just doing the five and a half k event. There's also a, a, a 10k and a half marathon. I'm doing the five and a half k as part of a, a Southern Cross team, and also. Oh. With uh, a whole bunch of kids who have been sponsored by Southern Cross to do the run.
1: Oh, nice! Because you are what's called the Pause, Breathe, Smile ambassador as well, right?
0: Yeah, that's the main association I've got with Southern Cross, and this is Pause, Breathe, Smile is this mindfulness program uh, that Southern Cross is funding into any primary, intermediate school or kura around the country for free. Uh, and it's about sort of teaching kids basic mindfulness techniques. It's been going around the uh, around the motu and range of schools for about the last five years. Tomorrows a chance for us to kind of link up the the physical well-being and the mental well-being, so really nice to be part of it.
1: Are you someone who um, always does a lot of running and and does a lot of jogging, or are you relatively new to it?
0: You know I was thinking about this jack i've I've run, I feel like I've run all my life. I can remember running at, at primary school and cross countries and so on and I've done things, you know, I've done a few marathons I've, I've run the Little Rotorua marathon three times and uh, over recent years I've probably wound that back and spending more time on the bike but this morning for example I, I was out I've got a group of friends I run with pretty much every Saturday morning that I'm in town and it's a it's a combination of running and walking up the hills but the other dimensions to it are getting out in, in the bush and you know, lucky here in Wellington it's not hard to do that but also just that fellowship kind of aspect of it, spending time with friends and in terms of both physical and mental well-being, to me, it, it, you couldn't tick many more boxes than that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's funny, eh? How um, how those things are really connected. It feels like maybe those of us who haven't dedicated ourselves to, to public health and our lives to public health are probably starting to, to appreciate that much more than you know we did even even ten or fifteen years ago.
0: Yeah, look, I think the evidence around the benefits of physical activity for mental well being is, is really strong and I sort of half jokingly say that if physical activity was a drug, um, and you could, you know, market it, you'd be wealthier than Elon Musk. It really is it really is um, compelling in terms of benefits for physical, mental, emotional well being and you know, longevity actually, physical activity at any age is a good thing.
1: So so are you competitive? Do you consider yourself a competitive runner?
0: Oh, it's a competitive basic. Oh, you know, the peak of my running achievement was running uh, the Rotterdam Marathon in three hours, quite a few years ago. When Did I was you? Younger and a lot fitter, yeah. Which is it's not spectacular, but it's a reasonably handy time. Th- that's say. very
1: handy. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. That is that's for yeah. for for, a, for an you know for an amateur runner that that's an impressive time. That's a bit of a milestone, right?
0: Yeah, it was a milestone at the time. I dare say I'm um, I'm not not competitive at all now, but there's one thing: is I really enjoy running. Um, and, you know, the, the great thing about running is it's so accessible to anyone. All you need, really, is a pair of shoes. And I'm doing a bit of travel with my work at the moment, um, both domestically and internationally. It's not very good for my carbon footprint, I should say. But well, the first thing that goes in the suitcase every time are running shoes and running gear because you, it, it's so portable.
1: Yeah. I, I remember... Um, I remember- the, this uh, i read this massive interview with barack obama once after he'd been president for the first term and he was preparing to run and for, for a second term as president and the reporter um, t- followed him for months and months and months as those like kind of amazing big american magazines have budgets to do or used to have budgets to do and the reporter just wanted to know one thing he just wanted to know w- what what do i need to do to prepare to be president what what would your advice be to me if i was if i was to be president, and in the end, I remember Obama said a couple of things. He said, um, "Remove every superfluous decision from your life." So uh, Obama, I think, only ever wore white shirts and plain ties, so that everything always matched. So when he got up in the morning and he looked at his wardrobe, he never needed to worry about matching his shirts and his and his suits. And he said that uh, the other thing is prior- he prioritized exercise. So even as president, he would sit down with his diary at the start of the week and say, "Right, where are four occasions or five occasions where I'm going to be getting exercise?" Which I think speaks to, um, yeah, speaks to the 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 benefits of those, even if you're in a really high-profile, high-stress, high-demand job, right?
0: Oh, it's absolutely true, and you know, people often ask me about the COVID period when. It, the stress was very high and it was relentless and it was intense and you couldn't see you know the end of it really for long periods and one of the things that got me through that and and has I mean I've been a DHB chief executive that yeah. a job for the faint-hearted uh, is just prioritizing keeping uh, physically active and keeping the fitness up and you know, I mentioned the the run on the Saturday mornings. That spending that time with friends and being able to kind of decompress, as well as get out and and um, and keep active and fit, was was a lifesaver for me. Literally a lifesaver.
1: Yeah, I mean, you you were doing that throughout the COVID period. You were able to do that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Of course, there were periods when we were in lockdown. Then you couldn't, but we mm. were out as many Kiwis were um, walking and cycling as a farmer. Uh, but it was one of those things that ep- absolutely got me through, and his, right through my career. Is like Obama said, just prioritising that because it, it it can be a make or break thing.
1: Yeah. How how have you found the the transition from Director General of Health and and the immediacy of their of the COVID response into your into your I don't want to say post COVID life because I know that COVID still factors in people's lives, but you know into into this next stage.
0: Yeah, it's been uh, a real pleasure actually. I, I mean, my the stress levels have gone down a long way. And, and this is the thing, and you know, people talk about this where you, uh, stress, being under constant stress, does affect us physically. And, you know, my wife commented about a month after I finished, You look five years younger. Um, and it was just that not carrying that burden. But, the, you know, the, the real beauty is I can choose the things I want to do. And, and, and one of them is, is doing this work uh, with. with Southern Cross on the Paws Breeds Programme because it's just an important issue. It's about child and youth mental wellbeing. It's equipping these kids with skills that they've then got for life. And, you know, it's a, it's a New Zealand homegrown programme. It's got really good evidence to support it. So it's just really nice to be able to use, I guess, the profile that I got through COVID, a public profile. To be able to um, support such a great initiative and, and a few other things that I'm uh, involved in too. Yeah
1: has it has it opened you up? Because I mean you've got lots of different hats and roles and things at the moment. Ha- has your experience through COVID and the, and the the profile you had through COVID has that has that opened you up to paths that you kind of never anticipated you might you might take?
0: Oh, well, most definitely, and uh, some of that's about you know, the opportunity to go and speak to groups of all shapes and sizes about the experience and about leadership and and life, really, what I learned. But also to be able to just sort of lend my voice and literally lend my voice to good causes. You know, I work with, um, I'm doing this work with Southern Cross, but also I work with uh, Women's Refuge, Oxfam, Wellington City Mission, just doing just simple things like doing voiceovers in a a voice that obviously people recognise uh, is it's just nice to be able to do that. And, of course, that's not something I'd ever thought would be a thing, but uh, yeah. it's, it's a real opportunity.
1: You said you have you've doing a little less running these days and a little more cycling.
0: Does that mean
1: you're out on your gravel bike?
0: Oh, yeah. We, you and I have had a chat about gravel grinders before, and um, uh, they're, they're a great uh, addition to the stable, the, the gravel grinder. So, yeah, it's been, I've been out a bit on that. And uh, over summer, actually, more on the mountain bike. Uh, I guess I've also added a, an, an e bike to my, my oh. uh, stable more recently, which <laughs> has been great. Uh, I, that gets it actually more as a mode of transport getting around. I'm really enjoying if I need to go out and do an errand instead of thinking about it, I need to drive, it, I can just jump on the e bike. Yeah. That's another opportunity just to plug that physical activity into daily life.
1: Do you feel like you're cheating when you use the e bike?
0: Not a bit. Not a bit. I mean, we're still based in Wellington. And and as people may know, it can be quite a windy city. Yes. But the great thing is, you know, if there's a stonking Norwester, I don't hesitate still to go out because you can just go out and you know put a little bit of power on the bike. Uh, And if people think you don't work on an e-bike, well, that's not the case. You've still got to put an effort in. Yeah. And, uh, And so I guess the thing is that I'm actually doing more physical activity than I otherwise would be.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's so good. My wife's got a got an e bike. I've just got a regular bike and I often tease her. But then every now and then I'll just I'll just get I'll just take a ride on her bike instead of mine and I'm always like, Oh wow, this is this is very comfortable and convenient compared to
0: slogging it up a steep hill, you know? Yeah, that it's fun and you know, the thing is and especially because I've been doing a bit of travel to Europe uh, recently and I have over the years and e bikes are a big thing. In, in Europe, of course, and just a normal form of transport to get around. Yeah. It, you'll see women in their, you know, their beautiful uh, work uh, attire ready for the day. They'll be on the e-bike um, on the way to work. Uh, so that it, it really is, I mean, bicycles are a fantastic way to get yeah. around, but e-bikes are very much a transport option for the future, for the now and the future. Yeah.
1: Well, look, good luck tomorrow. Are you, are you aiming for a time tomorrow or are you just going to enjoy yourself?
0: I'm just there to enjoy myself and uh, spend as much time as I can with people and then uh, enjoy the fun afterwards as well.
1: Oh, very good. Well, look, thank you so much for making time for us. We really appreciate it. And uh, I hope that you can nurse that little hamstring tweak through and you don't have any issues.
0: Thanks, mate. Appreciate it.
1: Nice to chat. Sir Ashley Bloomfield there. He is the Pause, Breathe, Smile ambassador, and he'll be competing in Wellington's Round the Bays tomorrow alongside 10,000 others across three different distances. It um, always is, and no doubt tomorrow will be an amazing event.
0: For more from Saturday Morning with Jack Tame, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 9am Saturday, or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.